Welcome to HG Church Podcast, where we provide clarity in life through Jesus Christ. We are so glad you are joining, and wherever you are listening from, we believe God will provide you clarity through today's message. Hey, church. Welcome once again to HD Church Online. So glad to have you with us today. You know, we're right in the middle of our newest service from sitting to serving. Amen. Hopefully you have been enjoying it. You've been getting a lot out of it and it's encouraging you and inspiring you to get involved in your local church, whether it's here at HD Church or wherever you attend. Amen. And that's our desire is to help uh, Christians find their place in the body because all of us have a purpose. All of us have a plan that God has for us. And it's very important that we seek that plan out and get that plan taken care of and done in our lives. Amen. Tonight, I'm going to share a few things with you. You know, we've been sharing a lot about how to get involved and, and why we should get involved and, and where the uh, desire should get involved with. But one of the things I'm going to share with you and this is what the Lord, the Lord impressed upon me to share with you is this. I want to share with you some of the benefits, not all, but some of the benefits that we get from serving. How is serving going to affect me? How is serving going to help me? And there's so many ways. I can't share them all with you, but I'm going to share three of them with you today. And I hope they'll help you uh, want to get involved even more. Amen. And one of the things, the first thing I want to share with you is building relationships. Number one, that's one of the biggest things that we're going to find as we get involved. We are going to begin to build relationships. You know, whether you're uh, new to the body of Christ and you're just coming for the first time and kind of working your way through it and, and trying to find your place. Or maybe you've transplanted from a, another city and maybe you're thinking about a, attending a certain church and, and wanting to get to know people. This is one of the best ways that you can get to know people in your local church is through serving with them. Amen. Now I want to share this scripture with you in Proverbs 17, 17. The word of God tells us this. A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. It says a friend loves at all times. See, when we begin to build relationships with people and, and we become a friends with people, they're going to be there through the thick and thin, through the good and the bad. The true friends that we develop are the ones that are going to help us stay on course in the things of God. And he goes on to say this, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. You know, as we build these relationships with people, we're going to be there for one another. You're going to have someone that will always hold you accountable, that you will hold accountable as well. There will be a reciprocation of this fellowship that will begin to help each of you get more established in the kingdom of God. So building relationships is one of the greatest benefits that you're going to get from, from serving in the local church. I don't know if you've ever noticed, you know, when people serve in the military, especially at wartime, um, there be, there, there's a bond that's created through these men and women that serve in, in our military because they're what? They're serving with one another. They have one goal, one purpose. Amen. And, and as they serve, they build an unbreakable bond that, that lasts far beyond their service. Many times way, way into, their, uh, into their lives do they stay in touch and constantly encourage and help one another. And that is the same kind of thing that happens to us as we serve with one another in the body. We begin to see each other on a more regular basis. We begin to fellowship more intimately, intimately, not just in the church itself, but sometimes outside of the church walls and with our families. So the bond begins to uh, be created that will last us a lifetime. 
But like I said, most of all, that relationship will be one that will help each of you stay on course in the things of God. He says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Amen. As believers, we, are, we say this a lot in our church. We, we need to surround ourselves with good people. If you are serious about changing your life, if you are serious about uh, seeing God's purpose fulfilled in your life, you have to surround yourselves with people that will promote that in your life and not tear it down. It's so invaluable. So these types of relationships are built as we begin to serve with one another. Amen. In Thessalonians uh, chapter 5, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, the Bible tells us this. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Let's not be idle and disruptive. Amen. God doesn't want us to be just sitting around doing nothing. He wants us involved. He wants us involved because he knows the, the grafting that takes place in people and in the body when we are working hand in hand in the things of God. He says this, I urge you, to brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak and be patient with everyone. He says, encourage the disheartened. That's what we're here for. You know, if you and I are serving together and, and we're here arm in arm building the kingdom of God, when I see you down, I'm going to encourage you. I hope when you see me down, you'll encourage me. When you see me misstep, I hope you'll say, hey, that's not the way we should do things. You know, that God's, you're better than that in the things of God. Hopefully we'll do that for one another. And that's what he is saying here. Encourage one another every day. And that comes through me opening my life up to you and you opening your life up to me. Amen. In this type of relation building. So that's one of the greatest benefits that, uh, that we as believers are going to have. That, that as we serve with one another, we are going to build relationships with everyone in the church. Everyone we're involved in. And we become more comfortable with one another. Amen. Keep each other from getting off track. Help one another to stay on course. That's vital. And that comes through building of those relationships. So number one, like I said, one of the best benefits, one of the goodest benefits, goodest, I said, one of the best benefits you're going to see is that relationship building. Amen. There are people in the church that I would have never gotten to know or build relationships with if it hadn't been for what we were involved with here at, the, at HD Church. But over the years, we build bonds that, that like I said, go beyond, that I, uh, that I know that I can have confidence in those people that when I need help, I know they're there for me. Amen? And they know that I'll be there for them as well. Okay? And number two is this. We build community. Building community. You know, let's read this scripture before I get into that. I want to share this with you. Because community, we see it throughout the Bible. I really never heard the term too much as a young believer, but... I begin to see it even more. Now I, I really understand the depth of this community. Amen. And in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, we'll start there. Amen. And it goes on to say this. Every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. Their hearts. Now this, this chapter is, is at the very beginning, the infancy of the church. Uh, the day of Pentecost had just taken place and the, and the apostles began to preach in the streets. And people begin to see all these miracles take place. And God was doing so much and bringing people into the body. So the church was beginning to form right here. And this is what took place when they began to come together. Amen. They were so excited about what God was doing in them and, and, and what God was doing in their city and the, and the peace that they had begun to find with him that this began to take place. 
And let's go on here. It says, every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. Their hearts were mutually linked to one another. Remember, we're talking about that community. It says their hearts became linked to one another, sharing communion and coming together regularly for prayer. A deep sense of holy awe swept over everyone and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. All the believers were in fellowship as what? One body. They were in fellowship as one body. Remember, community is developed when we begin to serve with one another. When we begin to build this great kingdom of God in the local church and throughout the world, it says that there's a community that begins to take place. And this is what you begin to see where we become selfless. We become selfless with one another. We begin to look to put our brother ahead of us in everything that we do. He goes on here. He says, and the believers were in fellowship as one body and they shared with one another whatever they had, whatever they had. I know there's people that I can call on anytime if I have a need, they'll be there to help me. You know, whether it's moving a couch or, or something else, whatever it is. I know there's people that I can call that, that we've created bonds that I know I can trust them and I can rely on them. And I, I, and I hope and I believe and I pray that they feel the same way about me. It says here that they shared with one another whatever they had out of generosity. They even sold their assets and distributed the proceeds to those who were in need among them. Daily they met together. Daily. Daily they met together in the temple courts and in one another's homes to celebrate communion. They shared meals together and with joyful hearts and tender humility. Amen. So you see the community that was developed because they began to have one common goal. And that's to build the kingdom, to draw closer to Jesus. And so when we do that here in the local church and we get involved, we begin to take part of that community. We really try to invite and make it a conducive atmosphere because sometimes it can become so close that people kind of feel left out, you know. But we always want to make sure that people know that they're welcome, that this community is here for them, that they can get involved and become part of this church. And when I mean grafted, I mean grafted. They become entwined with us like they were here in the book of Acts. Serving brings us into community with other Christians because we need that. He even says, Jesus says, uh, or the word of God tells us that never to forsake the, for the assembling of ourselves. In other words, we need to he have that fellowship with one another. And that comes and it starts when we begin to get involved in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of God, and begin to serve one another. In Luke, you remember the passage where Jesus is there and Peter is with him and he says, Peter, I have something to tell you. Satan has desired, Satan has desired to sift you like wheat. And he says, but don't worry. Don't worry. I've prayed for you. I prayed for you that your faith would not fail. And that's in Luke chapter 22. But I want you to know this, that that commun community that Jesus had with his apostles created a hedge of protection, a hedge of protection for one another. See, Jesus said, don't worry, Peter, you know, Satan is going to try to attack you. But don't worry, man, I have your back. I'm here for you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to counsel you. I'm here to help you through whatever comes your way. 
That comes through that community. That community, as we become a part of it, creates that hedge of protection that will guard you from the things of the world. Because sometimes, as believers, we can step in the wrong way, and sometimes we need that believer that can catch us by the arm and pull us back in. That one that could give us a call and say, Hey, brother, missed you. Hope everything's going good. Man, we really need you at the church. And just bring, begins to bring you back into the fold. Jesus did that here for Peter. He says, don't worry, I got you. And see, community does that. Community does that. When you, get in, when, when you begin to serve in the kingdom of God and you begin to take your place in this community, these believers around here will cover you, will watch over you and guard you. Amen. From the things that the enemy would try to come against you with. So I love that, man. Community, community in the kingdom of God. In Hebrews chapter 10, it says this. Discover creative ways to encourage others and to motivate them towards acts of compassion. Doing beautiful works as expressions of love. This is not the time to pull away and neglect the meeting together. Amen. Just as I was sharing. This is not the time to refrain from our gathering, our community. So this is not the time to do that. As some have formed the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together even more frequently. Eager to encourage and to urge each other onward as we anticipate that day drawing near. He says we should even come together even more. Amen. Eager ready to encourage one another and urge each other what? To move on, to move forward, to keep going. Amen. Every time we come together, you, anyone you fellowship with should always leave your presence refreshed. Amen. I don't like to be around people. When I leave, I'm like, oh man, I'm drained. I'm, I'm ready to go home. I need to get in the word and get me something because they, people will just drain you. We don't want to be that way. When I, when I fellowship with you and you fellowship with me, we want to make sure that we leave each other's presence stronger than when we came in. Amen. And that happens. Amen. When, as we continue to, to, to help one another. So community. Amen. We build relationships as we serve God and we enter into greater community as we serve Jesus in the kingdom of God. And the last point is this, is you build yourself. You build yourself in community and in all of this, we constantly will build ourselves. When we're in community, you're responsible for not just taking. Remember, I just said, I don't want to be the person that drains you. But I want you to be refreshed around me. So that means I can't just take from you when I'm with you. I have to be able to give back to you. I have to be able to reciprocate the strength that I get from you. I need to reciprocate it back to you and to someone else and to someone else as I serve with you. And see, that's where, where the growth in you is going to take place. Because when we're constantly taking and taking, we don't grow as well. But when we begin to release that same anointing and same strength from us into the lives of others, that's when we begin to see that growth even greater in us. Amen. So when we come into serving with one another, we are going to grow. You're going to see yourself building you. And Proverbs 27, 17 says it this way. It takes a grinding wheel to sharpen a blade. And so one person sharpens, sharpens the character of another. Amen. It's two pieces of metal coming together, but they have to come together. They can't be sharpened alone. 
The two pieces of metal have to come together. And he says that when they come together, you are going to sharpen the character of one another. So me receiving from you and you receiving from me, we build each other. We grow. We strengthen each other. Amen. And see, you're going to grow because of that. You're going to mature because of that. Because God's going to use you even more and more. And you're going to see your life affect even more people. And that's going to bring a greater, greater growth into your life. I like the way the easy says it. This is the easy version. It says this. It says, people learn from each other. As one iron tool can make another one sharp. It says, we learn from one another. Amen. Remember, we are going to build relationships. We are going to build community and we are going to build ourselves as we serve, as we serve. So that's why it's very invaluable. Like I said, this isn't all that happens to you when you serve, but these are some of the, of the very important ones because they're going to affect you. They're going to affect you. They're going to graft you. They're going to bring you together where, where you can't just take off anymore. You know, you can't slip out the back door anymore because now you have a bond. You, you have a tie to the people in your church. And there's nothing that can break that. Amen. There's nothing that's going to break that. Only you can. And he says, like I said, a brother will sharpen one another. And that's what I want. Amen. As we continue to serve together, we are helping one another to grow as Christians. Amen. So don't forget that. See, these are some of the benefits that you're going to encounter. So please get involved wherever you go to church here at HD Church. I really encourage you find a place where you can put your hand to the plow and watch God begin to work around you and through you to help people. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for joining us today. To find out more about HD Church, like upcoming events, ways to give, and much more, be sure to check out our website at hdchurchdelano.org. Grace and peace be with you all.